This is the Evolved Marriage Podcast, episode 42. Today, we're talking about making your bedroom sexy for the goddess and god in you. Sexify. Sexy sanctuary. Here we go. A sexy haven. Hi, this is Kate. And this is Eric. And this is the Evolved Marriage Podcast. Where we have fun with growth and connection. Thanks for joining us. All right, let's go. How you doing? Hey, friend. That's my new one. Hey, friend. No, it's supposed to be singular. So you feel like you're talking to the one person listening to you right now. We did this. Hello, you. I think I'm going to start doing like the gentle giant. Hello, Michelle. Hello, Amy. Hello, John. Hello, Jason. Hi, James. We really got to just... And then all people could comment and be like, can you say my name next time? Oh, winning. Yeah. We got to figure out this intro. Our listenership is going in the wrong direction. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, everyone. I didn't think it could go below zero, (laughs) but it turns out. It's it's a miracle. All right. So today we're talking about just sexy sex, everything. Sexy sex. Sex. Yeah. You know what happened? It's because I'm reading this book and a chapter in the book was talking exactly about what we're going to talk about now. Mm-hmm. Like the blockages that are getting in the way of having a sexy time in your home. Right. And what I noticed is like in my head, I was like, bang, we got this in the bag. We know what we're doing. We're freaking awesome. And then I was like, we're not like having like sex all the time. There's not always that desire. And there's often, you know, blockages when it comes to having sex. So I was like, you know what, if we really get down and think about it, there is probably something that I could really take out of this chapter to see, you know, what is going on with our sex life? Why aren't we having as much sex as we could be having? Like I'm saying seven sides a week. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) The only thing I got out of everything you just said was seven days a week. Having sex all the time meant success to you. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying... I success to me would be desiring sex sometimes. Right. And when you desire it, there's an environment that makes it easy to happen. Exactly. It's like a frictionless environment to create more friction. Oh boy. Quote that. All right. Make that a quote. <laughs> Eric McDougal. So yeah, so we're talking about, you know, how do we create this environment in our bedroom in order to Create desire in your marriage and create an intimate lifestyle. So what's happening right now is people are often distracted by outside circumstances, which is getting in the way of them feeling desirable and it's getting in the way of them initiating sex or accepting when somebody is initiating sex for them. And so when this happens... Because we're so, our minds are so cluttered, our homes could be cluttered, everything in our life is overwhelming us. Right. And because of that, we're not having sex. And if we are having sex, usually it's because we're checking off a box. Usually Mm -hmm. it's because we're having sex to please my husband so he shuts up about it just so I can have a little peace in my life because right now everything is overwhelming me. And the last thing I need is a nagging husband who needs me to have more sex with him. Right. So where we want to bring you today in this, with this episode is help you create an area in your life where you can go 
to feel like you can get away from it all. But not just an area where you can go to relax, but an area where you can go and relax with your husband, an area where you can feel intimate, emotionally intimate with them, but also physically intimate with them, and an area that yells out, I desire sex. Like, this is where I have sex. A lot of it is couples that are having sex, but that aren't really fully in the moment. There's always something on their mind. They're always Mm -hmm. cluttered. They're always stressed out in one way or another. Therefore, they're not really experiencing pleasure and connection to the fullest because there's not an environment where they can have that, right? Right, So even their bedrooms have clutter everywhere. It's not a sensual place. The kids are all over the place in there. There's no lock on the door. The kids could come in at any moment. Right. And so there's not really a space for them to experience pleasure and connection with their partner because they're so stressed out all the time. Exactly. And so for us personally, like we have, I mean, anybody who's been to our house can attest, we do not have clutter. Eric is a pro at getting rid of things that have been in our house for more than a week. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) if something's in our bedroom that's been there for too long, Eric's gotten rid of it already. So our problem isn't the clutter. There's other things that are cluttering our minds that are Mm. taking us away from having sex. So when we're talking about the clutter today, we're not just talking about the clutter on the floor or on the bed. We're talking about things that are cluttering our mind, things that are like blockages that are not allowing us to be fully present in the sexual moment when we are being initiated or initiating sex. What this looks like for us in our personal life, we got a new puppy. A few weeks ago, we have a new puppy. And uh, yesterday, just yesterday, we had a date night. You know, things were great. We were feeling really connected, really sensual. Get in the bedroom and the puppy is literally snoring a foot away from your head, which was not super sexy. I'll be honest. You know, we got through it and stuff, but the sex could have been different had there not been a snoring puppy in the room. Yeah, my experience was also that we got through it. So <laughs> it was amazing, love. Yeah, no, but 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 I hear what you're saying, right? It's yeah. like it is our environment, and sometimes it's not always going to be perfect, right? We're not trying to create this this kind of oasis, which if we can, great. But mm-hmm. I think more than anything, it's what are you doing on the outside to be able to create space and calmness and stillness on the inside? Exactly. And are you doing different things in your environment? Are you doing different things in your life to add to that or to detract? I think about the Come As You Are book from Emily Nagoski, Mm -hmm. and she talks about brakes and accelerators. Absolutely. And so right now we're talking about the brakes. Yeah. So when it comes to your bedroom, how many brakes are you bringing in? We're bringing in, not only are we bringing in things that are in our minds, so our day from, you know, what happened in our entire day, we're bringing in, you know, arguments we had with coworkers and friends and our kids. We're bringing in possibly our kids themselves to sleep in the room with us. We're bringing in our puppies. We're bringing in all kinds of distractions that are stopping us from being able to be fully present in our bedroom. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but we're bringing in bad habits, which are, you know, Reading, screens, reading phones, at night, yeah, looking at Facebook on your phone. Mm-hmm. Some people have TVs in the room. That's always been a rule of ours. No TV in the room. But That's I do a lot of reading on my yeah, iPad. Yeah. Right? So which I is mean, a, it's the same thing. <laughs> it's yeah. the same thing. So what happens is you watch TV, your eyes are on the TV and your eyes aren't on each other. Mm-hmm. So you end up usually most people that I know that have a TV in the room, if the TV's on, 
somebody ends up falling asleep and then there's no sex. There's no sensuality. There's no intimacy. There's no connection or even emotional connection. Having that technology in the room is another way to clutter your mind, another way to clutter your, your bedroom, which goes against creating that san- sexy sanctuary for you and your partner. Yeah. And I think by removing the electronics, right? Like we say it all the time, we don't have a television, but the reality is, is as much as if I'm reading on my iPad, you, it would be easy for you or me to initiate and I would just put away the iPad. I'm sure there's a percentage of time when you see me reading and you're like, okay, he's reading. Like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll just go to bed. Or when I'm reading, I'm certainly not thinking about, oh, as soon as I'm done this chapter, I'll initiate. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's it's like, no, I'm reading. I'm in this moment. And so right. what we're talking about is that's an example of a barrier to mm-hmm. intimacy, to an erotic life, mm-hmm. right? So what we really want you to do is to think about how do you remove these barriers? How do you remove these breaks? And what can you add to your life in order to accelerate some of these desires a bit more? Right. Like I said, we're allowing things from the outside into our bedrooms. What can we remove out of those things? Can we train our kids to sleep in their own beds? Can we put the dog bed outside of the bedroom door so that we don't have the dog in the bedroom? Can we move the pile of laundry instead of having our bed as the place we fold laundry, maybe put it on the couch downstairs so that if we don't get time to get to it today, it's not laying in a corner. And when uh, you know, Eric initiates sex. I, I'm looking at the pile of laundry saying, mm. yeah, sure, I'll have sex. And then while I'm having sex, I'm looking at the pile of laundry going, oh, I really, I should be doing this. I really, I should have folded that today. I didn't have time. I'll do it tomorrow. When can I do it tomorrow? Oh, I have that appointment in the morning. So my mind is going elsewhere and I can't focus on the sex because I'm looking at that pile of laundry that's been sitting there. For us, we're pretty good with the laundry, but for us, it's our, our dresser. Yeah. I, I, I notice myself sometimes looking at the top of our dresser. We have like a tall boy and thinking, oh my gosh, I really need to declutter. There's like way too much stuff up there. I need to really work on that. And so without even noticing it, that might be a distraction when we're getting intimate or when we're in the bedroom together and you're like, hey, I'd like to talk about something nice with you. And I'm probably sitting there thinking, I can't talk because right now my brain is thinking like I need to declutter that. Yeah, I think it's really important for us to see not only what are we bringing into our bedroom that we probably shouldn't be bringing, but what can we take out of our bedroom And what different things can we bring into our bedroom? You know, can we bring in lubes or candles or can we bring in, you know, different kinds of smells and and essential oils and things like that that might cultivate desire? Can we change our bedspreads so that it's nice and comfortable? Can we buy new sheets that aren't all ripped up, you know? Have we cleaned the sheets lately? You know, is it a nice, comfortable place? Are our pillows nice? Yeah. Um, do we have things that can help us cultivate a little bit of sexiness and a little playfulness, having little feathers or fun handcuffs or toys, you know, whatever works for your sex life. Can you bring that into your bedroom? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I love that idea, even to the point of, you know, for us, when we think about these really small, nuanced things, it is like, what type of sheets do we have on our beds? Mm-hmm. What type of candles do we have? What type of lighting do we have in our bedroom? <laughs> you know, so not only is it about removing the electronics, removing all of the pile of laundry, et cetera, but how can you actually create the space that feels sexy to be in so that, you know, we're not saying that it's going to just accelerate sex all the time, but what is going to happen is when that desire pops up, mm-hmm. it's going to be much easier for you just to fall into There's that There's going to be less distractions, mm-hmm. right? We're not going to be thinking about all those other things that are in our bedroom distracting us. We're actually going to be able to focus on the moment, focus on our spouse. So we said that we should be removing electronics, 
taking things out of our bedroom that are distracting us from being able to see each other at night when we're going to bed or in the evenings when we're laying down um, that are stopping us from being able to have conversations and connect intimately. We're also asking you to bring in things that might cultivate a little more sexual desire. Mm -hmm. And the last thing that I think is really important to think about is what are you doing in your bedroom that are not cultivating desire? What I mean by that is when you are grooming yourself or when you are going to the washroom or doing things, you know, kind of personal hygiene things, are you doing it in front of your husband? Are you doing it in front of your wife? Or is this something that you're keeping private? So something I like to think about is, you know, when, when Eric and I first started dating, there would be, there's like no way I would ever show up to his apartment with my legs unshaved. Like it was like top priority because for me, I know, I know some women don't shave their legs and I completely respect that. But for me personally, and I knew for Eric, it was very important to have nice shaved legs. Yeah, made you feel sexy. Made me feel sexy, made me feel desirable. And I knew that Eric would desire me if I had that. So I would never show up to his apartment without being clean and shaved and ready for action. <laughs> but then as the years progress and, you know, you get married and have kids and whatever, it's like, I can't remember the last time I shaved my legs. Ha ha ha. And it becomes this joke kind of thing. Like, oh, you know, I'm wearing my winter fur. By doing that, you're removing some of that desire that was there at the beginning of the relationship. At the beginning of the relationship, would you, as a man or a woman, sit in front of your partner and do your toilet business in front of them? There's no way. And if you did, Good on you. You're much you braver like, than I am. You, would you take a giant poop in front of your partner? Would your poop in front of your lover? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I would not have done that. There's no way on our first date that I would have come back to the apartment and like, listen, Eric, I gotta, I ate way too much at dinner. I'm going to have to go take a big dump. Like that's not sexy at all. <laughs> can't even say it with a straight face. <laughs> I can't even like. And hey, if people are into <laughs> that and that arouses them, that's okay, right? There's there's no issues with that. But what we're saying is you really be clear about what works for you and what doesn't. The idea we really want you to take away here is think about what is happening inside the bedroom and is it adding or detracting from the opportunity to create desire, connection, mm -hmm. right? Physically, sexually, emotionally even. Or are the things that are happening inside your bedroom just being a barrier to that? Exactly. If you are doing some of these things, bringing electronics into the bedroom, doing things that are, you know, maybe distracting you from each other. If you have things coming into your bedroom that are distracting you, or if you are not taking care of yourself in the same way that you were at the beginning of your relationship, there's a little less mystery there when it comes mm -hmm. to your personal hygiene and your own personal things. I mean, we're all human. We know these things happen and I don't just like, I'm not born with legs that aren't shaved, but I don't think it's necessary for Eric to see that part of me all the time, right? Yeah. This could be something that is a break for you and your partner when it comes to your intimacy. So as you're thinking about some of these ideas, start to take action on this. Think about some of the things that need to be removed from your bedroom, electronics, maybe different <laughs> piles of laundry, maybe that chair that every single person has in this world that's just filled <laughs> with clothes that yeah. you might wear and might not wear again. 
Anyways, I, I, that chair is. I know the chair. I yeah. love that chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, think about what you want to be adding to your bedroom, right? In terms of candles, incense, maybe different pajamas. You know, think, some Uber lube, right? Exactly. I mean, we're not being we're not being sponsored, no sponsored. but we we can be. If Buy you Uber want. lube; it's the best. Yes, um, actually, <laughs> not even joking. Yeah, and but yeah, think about what you want to be adding, and then think about what actions you're taking while you're in the bedroom together. And is that adding or detracting from the sexual opportunity mm-hmm. that you can have in this beautiful space that you share? Because yeah. this is really your sanctuary to just be the two of you and to really put a barrier to the outside world. Create that sanctuary for the two of you so you can leave your life at the door and really create an area where you can be intimate and together and really feel connected as a couple with no distractions. Yeah, we should do that with all spaces in our home and all the vehicles and all the places we visit. My so goodness, there would be so much sex everywhere. Be so much, it would be <laughs> sex all the time. <laughs> Seven days a week, yes. Bringing it back to the beginning of the episode. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. That would be exhausting. Yeah, quality over quantity, everyone. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. quality over quantity. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that wraps it up for us. So for everything we do, check us out at evolvemarriage.com. Uh, everything we do will also be in the show notes here just below. As usual, please like, subscribe, and rate and love on our puppy who's barking in the background. Uh, but more than anything, uh, just share this episode with somebody who you think is going to get value. We do need you to co-create this movement and just impact marriages all over the world. So we love you and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.